On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, no stranger to an airplane, Cole Tucker is back in his adopted home province, hoping to make an impact with the Okotoks dogs. Welcome to episode 137 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. The Western Canadian Baseball League season is underway. Games fired up this past weekend as five teams will vie for the league championship. Make sure to head to albertadugoutstories.com as our Ian Wilson was at a couple of games and snapped some great picks for a photo gallery that you can now check out. The defending champions are the Okotoks Dogs, who are fielding two teams this season, Dogs Black and Dogs Red. One of the players expected to contribute a lot this season for Dogs Red will be Cole Tucker. The Newfoundland native is no stranger to the friendly confines of Seaman Stadium as he spent his high school days with Dogs Academy. He graduated, then spent time with Southeastern Community College before moving up to Niagara University, where he's been the last couple of seasons. The 6'1", 195-pound infielder is coming off an impressive spring with the Purple Eagles, hitting 391 with three home runs and 19 RBIs, spending most of the season in the middle of the batting order and was rewarded by being named to the All-Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference second team. After the college season wrapped up, he went home to Newfoundland to be in quarantine for a couple of weeks and is now back in Alberta, ready to contribute for Dogs Red. And he did exactly that in his debut on Tuesday, coming on as a pinch hitter to go one for two with an RBI in a 10-9 loss to their Dogs Black counterparts. Before the game, we had a chance to sit down with a native of Mount Pearl to talk about his baseball journey, which has included plenty of airplanes. Cole, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Yeah, no, absolutely. No worries. Thanks for having me. Back here in Alberta, suiting up for the college dogs after growing up with the academy program. What's it like to be back in your second home? Uh, it feels great uh, to see friends and family. Uh, you know, like I said, my built families at this point are now my family. Uh, to see everyone you graduated with, the coaching staff, it uh, feels great, you know, feels fantastic. How excited are you to be suiting up this summer, getting a chance to help the team defend that WCBL title? Oh, it feels amazing. I mean, any anyone who goes through the academy, uh, you know, I bet they'll all say playing for the Dogs College team is, you know, something they always dream about. And for me to have the opportunity and, you know, it finally be here, it uh, feels fantastic. I wouldn't want to play summer ball anywhere else. Walk us through that kind of experience where you're going to the academy and you're kind of watching from the sideline, so to speak, and now you get to suit up for that WCBL team. What was it like as a player back then, and what's it like now having that opportunity to kind of realize a dream of sorts? Well, yeah, I mean, coming from Newfoundland, you don't you don't have something where you can look at it, in terms of baseball anyway, you can't really look up or have too many role models to you know, follow in their footsteps. So getting up here and, you know, I remember my first college game at, in Okotoks and you see these guys, you know, they're much bigger, older, stronger. And, you know, they just give you they give you a good sense of what it takes and, you know, their work ethic, you know, they're always in there early. And, uh, you know, it just feels great. And I remember selling 50, 50, 50 tickets and, you know, it's come full, full circle now. So, I mean, it feels good. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's got to be pretty cool as well to think about that day where, you know, especially here in Alberta, thinking about the reopening plans and that kind of thing. And all of a sudden the idea of maybe a, a packed house for a summer worth of baseball and getting to play in front of that packed house has to be pretty exciting. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, like, like we said, we have the best fans 
uh, in all of summer ball. And, you know, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get a full house, um, you know, you know, fingers crossed, but, you know, just, that would be absolutely awesome. It'd be a great little, great little full circle moment for me. I'll say that. You're coming off a great junior campaign in Niagara. What was key for you to have the kind of success and season that you did have? Uh, definitely consistency. Um, just, you know, making sure I was keeping my body healthy through the grueling doubleheader, doubleheader weekends. Um, just making sure I was, you know, mentally prepared each game, even if, you know, you are exhausted or tired or your body doesn't feel right. Just, you know, making sure that every game, every at-bat is, you know, equally as important as the next and just going from there, you know, taking every pitch, not taking one pitch for granted. Our, our head coach, Rob McCoy, does a great job of preaching to the choir about that and the mental aspect of baseball. And uh, I think the big jump I made this year was taking into taking into importance of the mental game. So I definitely attribute it to that. You had some success as well in that first year with the Purple Eagles hitting 300 just before COVID hit. I know some guys say that jump from community college to NCAA can be tough. How did you weather that storm? Uh, you know, it was a pretty big jump, I will say that. Um, but in terms, you know, at, at some of those junior college levels, you're facing, you know, UNC commits, uh, you know, Louisiana commits. Like, there's still some good arms you'll face. But, in, you know, on the day-to-day basis, it's a big jump to make. But, uh like I said, mostly the mental game, just, you know, the pitcher puts on his pants the same way you do. He might throw a little bit harder than the guy than last year, but, uh, you know, just making sure that you feel prepared, trusting yourself and uh, having lots of confidence. What was it about Niagara that attracted you to that program? Um, honestly, McCoy did a great job. I talked to him at a high school and, uh, you know, we, we didn't work at a high school, um, just, you know, logistics wise, but, after a year at Niagara or at a Southeastern Community College, sorry, um, I was ready to move on, and we, we got in touch, and we made it work. Honestly, just the, the program. Um, he has a great mental game, like I said, and uh, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, it just felt like a really good fit, close close to home relatively, as close as I'll probably get. So that had something to do with it, and uh, you know, just a great fit overall academically in uh, baseball. You mentioned Southeastern. What was that experience in Iowa like for you? Um, it was, it was awesome. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Uh, I made a, I made a massive jump from high school to college. Um, you know, I, I improved so much there and I wouldn't be where I am today without those guys. Um, McVeigh and uh, Schultz, they got a great, great program down there. And, um, I'm a black Hawk for life. I still, you know, check up on their games and keep in touch with the coaching staff down there from time to time. And, uh, you know, overall I, uh, wouldn't trade it for the world. You're also a Purple Eagle. I want to know a little bit about your what you think of the future of that program after you what you've seen over the last couple of years. What do you think the next couple of years have in store for you? Yeah, um, program wise, I think down the road we're going to be we're going to be a powerhouse in the MAC. Um, you know, we showed it this year. We went on a little seven eight game losing streak to end the end the year, which obviously isn't good. But we were second in the conference for the majority of the year. Didn't finish strong. We ran into some injuries and battled some other stuff. But, uh, you know, I think we definitely got on the map in the conference and uh, it's just we're just going to continue to do so. Uh, we got some great guys, great culture, and uh, it's it's only going to get better from there for sure. I want to go way back here and talk about your roots in the game of baseball. How is it that a Canadian kid from Mount Pearl ends up playing baseball instead of, I mean, let's be real, hockey's always the big one, but football here in Canada is pretty big. How is it that you stumbled upon baseball? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, you know, obviously I played a lot of sports growing up and hockey and baseball were, you know, my two favorites. And 
Uh, I don't know what it was about baseball. Maybe uh, maybe it was I was better at it. I just had a key for hitting the ball. Who knows? But uh, honestly, when I had the opportunity to come to the Dogs, when Alan reached out to me back in uh, 15U Bantam Nationals, um, that's when I really decided that, you know, I'm going to take this serious. I mean, I, I took it serious the whole way, but, um, you know, when I had the opportunity, it's when it really struck me that, uh, you know, I can do something special with it. I was going to ask about that. How is it that you ended up with the Dogs Academy program? I mean, it's a pretty big jump to not just to go to a high school program like that, but to travel across the country to chase a, a dream like baseball. Yeah, so it's funny. Uh, you know, I don't. I had a sense that I'd wanted to go, well, growing up back then, it was, you know, the two big ones were Vauxhall and Okotoks, and, you know, I'd always heard about them, but I had no real idea how how to get there, but... The stars aligned. We um, in 15 new Bantam Nationals. Um, I think it was Bantam Black team had went to Vaughn, Ontario that year, and it just so happened that we were playing them in a consolation game. It was the last game of the of the tournament, and uh, you know I was like four for five or something. Made some nice plays down at shortstop, and uh, yeah, Alan Alan saw me and he saw something he liked, and um, you know I went and talked to him after the game, and that's kind of how that ball got rolling. Uh, so luckily for me, I had the chance to play in front of people and played great at the right time. That's what it takes, I guess. Looking back on that experience with the dogs, what did that program mean to you and your development in the game? Oh, I mean, they they mean you know everything. I would not be half the man or baseball player I am without them. Like you said earlier, to touch on that point, uh, you know the toughest part about making the jump to Newfoundland to Calgary wasn't you know, me wanting to do it, it was saying, mom, Hey, I want to do this. You know, she, uh, it was tough to get the parents on board. I mean, I didn't make it up till around October cause they were so on the fence about it, but, uh, it was something I really wanted to do. And luckily I had the support system behind me to allow it. And I mean, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I mean, it's the best Academy in Canada, in my opinion, for placing guys. I think they're still at a hundred percent rate. I mean, you come here, you play three years or, you know, two years, one year, you're going to find a college school and, uh, the coaching staffs that, the best they're, they're still all in, in one place and uh they, they mean the world i wouldn't be where i am today without them what is it that set them apart for you when you look back on on it you've got that benefit of of uh 50 50 hindsight almost but you know being able to kind of uh transform this young high schooler to someone who graduates what was it that kind of allowed you to progress the way you did within that program yeah, so I think what it was is they, they, they really build you up. I mean, like I always I, I tell people a lot in college, it feels like I've been in, in college or playing college baseball now for eight years. I mean, in grade 10, you're, you know, working out at 6 a.m., going to school and have a three-and-a-half-hour practice afterwards. So I think just the consistency of it, I mean, they really prep you for college baseball. It's, it's tough. It's not an easy program um, by any means, but I think it just builds you up builds your character, builds you as a man, and gets you prepared. And, you know, anyone who graduates from this program is going to have a great chance to make that jump from high school to college, no problem. You've had a lot of success at every level you've played at to this point. You've played in some big situations as well. Uh, Any favorite career highlights to this point or moments that made you go, I can't believe I'm here playing baseball right now? Uh, Yeah, there was, I had a, it was a midweek game in Southeastern against Indian Hills. I had the, uh, I had a day off on the midweek and around the sixth inning rolled around and McVeigh told me to go get dressed. And it was a close game. I, I forget the score. It was like two, one or uh, three, two or so, something in, in that regards. But 
Like they told me around the sixth or seventh to go get go get dressed and get ready because I'm like going for a pinch hit at bat. Sure enough, in the bottom of the tenth inning, uh, I lead off the inning, tie game, and uh, get into a two zero count. Get a fastball I can handle and hit it over the fence for a walk off home run. First of my career, like ever, I've never hit a walk off home run before, mm-hmm. and I remember. I, I, I hit it and blacked out. Next thing you know, I was, you know, on home plate. Everyone was going crazy celebrating, and uh, I'll never, ever forget that moment for sure. Do you remember any of the celebration going around the base paths or even that last 90 feet between third and home, thinking, how am I even going to touch home plate? Because I'm sure they you were ready for the mob scene. <laughs> no, honestly, like, it's funny you say that. I, I touched home plate and everyone was like, holy, because apparently I, I saw the video afterwards. I sprinted around the bases. I was fist pumping, <laughs> screaming. Uh, and you can see uh, our third base coach, Schultz, saying, like, telling the guys, to, you know, stay in the dugout, relax, relax. And he was looking at me saying, don't forget to touch home plate. But no, I, I remember blacking out next to you, you know, I was just screaming and fired up at the guys. Fantastic. We've talked a little bit about the, the experiences, but I want to talk a little bit about the people as well here. And and behind every great baseball player, there's always a, a great support system, as you alluded to earlier, your parents. But talk a little bit about your parents. Talk about those people who have really made an impact on, on your life as a man and as a baseball player. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm just so fortunate that my parents um, have been the best support system, you know, in my opinion, ever. You know, whether it's playing summer ball in Florida, flying, for, flying around the Canada for you know baseball tournament they've never they've never said no they've always been there for me um you know you know purchasing equipment uh flights to tournaments this and that they've just been I I don't know what I'd do without them I really don't um I attribute a lot like most of my success to those guys they've never never batted an eye or questioned me in what I'm doing with my career um especially you know making the jump from high school to college they let me take care of my business and uh they uh, they're always just there to you know keep me on track. Um, they're they're great great guardrails, and uh, I love them for that and everything they do for me. Speaking of the career trajectory, one of the things that we get asked about, uh, especially the college athletes, is what they're up to besides playing baseball. And obviously, there's a reason they call them student athletes. But from a scholastic perspective, I know that you're in the business side of things over at Niagara. How challenging is that to kind of find that happy medium between being a good athlete and being a good academic athlete as well? Yeah, it's uh, like I said, there, there's no way around it. It's, it's difficult, um, really, really difficult, especially when the season rolls around. You're on the road maybe, you know, three, four times a week sometimes. You're missing lectures, but it all just comes down to how bad you want to do well in school. I mean, everyone talks about how well they want to do on the baseball field and they'll, you know, go get their extra workouts or, you know, go hit extra. But if you want to do well in the classroom, it, it comes down to, you know, am I going to go to the library and finish my project before you know, six days before it's due because I know I'm not going to be able to do it uh, on the weekend. So really it just comes down to how bad you want to do well in school. I mean, there's been often many, many times I have to motivate myself to, you know, go finish an assignment or, you know, a project or write a test four days before I'm supposed to. But really, in my opinion, it's so doable. If you want to do well in school, you'll do it. Just like anyone will say, like, you know, if you want to do well in baseball, you can do it. But Or any sports for that regard, but... Um, like my parents too, they've always um, preached the importance of school. So I've always had that um, upbringing of school is just as important as anything else you do. So I've been fortunate enough to make sure that I've always been on top of both. Any aspirations that you have from a business perspective? Should uh, you know maybe a side hustle for baseball, that kind of thing? Uh, no, just taking it one step at a time. Um, right now, I'm 
planning to finish my finance degree in next spring. And then because of the extra year of eligibility, I'll be back for my fifth year to get my master's in finance and just go from there and uh, see what happens. Who knows? Fantastic. And one thing that I've also noticed as we've been talking is uh, Newfoundland, Alberta, then you go to Iowa, you've got uh, Niagara on your list. You mentioned Florida earlier. It seems as though you're not afraid of uh, hopping on an airplane. (laughs) No, being from Newfoundland, you can't be. Um, You know, it's just baseball. It's funny. I mean, one of the big takeaways I have from this whole baseball career is not only the people I meet, which is obviously the most important, but just the experiences I've had, the tournaments all over the U.S. Uh, I, I would not have had a fraction or you know a quarter of the experiences I've got to have playing this game, and you know I just love it. And you you can't be afraid of taking chances. Uh, you re- you really really can't. So just you know take everything one step at a time and see what happens. Do you have a favorite ballpark that you've either played in or visited as a fan? Uh Favorite ballpark I've played in would either be Siemens Stadium or uh, our field down in Niagara right now, Bobo Field. It's all turf, and, uh, you know, it's pretty tough to make an error on it, so I love it for that. But, uh, you know, favorite ballpark I've visited would probably be the St. Louis Cardinals. We took a trip down at Iowa and stopped in and did a tour, and, you know, the history of that ballpark is just its electric. You can feel it even when there's no one or anyone playing or no one in the stands. You can just feel um, the baseball electricity that just, you know, buzzes around that stadium. Fantastic stuff. During your time in Okotoks, you might have seen some alumni roll through and they'd offer you pieces of advice or directions. Now that you're that guy that can lean on some of the experiences that you've had, what kind of advice would you give to those kids thinking about chasing the baseball dream, especially those uh, who are from Canada, whether they be from here in Alberta or in your home province of Newfoundland or anywhere else from coast to coast? Yeah, the advice would be don't be afraid to ask for help. I mean, I remember one of the big things growing up, you know, Matt Lloyd was a big one for me. He'd come into the facility and you just watch this guy work and he's doing things, you know, I didn't even think about doing. But, you know, you'd almost be intimidated to ask him for questions or, you know, anything. But he's just, you know, he's a nice guy once you know him too. I mean, that's just one example now. But uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. I mean, if anyone were to say, hey, talk to you on some hit with me or take some ground balls, like, I'm never going to say no. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, you know, use your resources, and uh, yeah, that's about it, really. Final question for you here, Cole. What does the game of baseball mean to you? Oh, it's it's been my whole life. Uh, it, it means it means that you know my teammates are my family at this point. You've been away from home so long. You, you really build a brothership and friendships for life. It's uh, it, it's my life. I will say that. Like I said, between all the plane rides, being away from home. It's it's tough at times, it's good at times, and it's really bad at times. You just got to ride with the good times, get through the tough ones, and, uh, you know, enjoy the ride. You know, you only get to play this game for so long, so enjoy every little bit of it. You know, you know I'm getting older now, and you can kind of see the, you know, the door closing a little bit, but, you know, just enjoy it. Have fun. Really appreciate catching up with you, Cole. Thank you so much for joining us, and congratulations on all you've accomplished and all the best as we head towards the summer season here. Awesome, Joe. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it and love what you're doing. Thanks again to Cole Tucker for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. We're looking forward to chatting with a few more WCBL players as the season goes on with conversations just like this. So make sure you subscribe on your podcast app of choice so you don't miss a moment of the action. Until next time, thanks for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.